I'm Asan, and this is the first of what I imagine will be a series of treble winning podcasts on the 9320 player. The boys are back, underrested, but I'm sure overexcited about what they witnessed and what the future holds for all of us and for City, and that's why we're here to discuss it. Mr. Hawking, you survived Istanbul. Well done. <laughs> yes, thank you. How you feeling? Uh, yeah, fine. Hot, I say it's as hot here as it was in uh, Dalaman or Dalian where I stayed so but yeah tired basically like at least well probably 500,000 other City fans uh, (laughs) absolutely got back at about I don't know 4am I think so uh, well a few hours kip and yeah I've learnt I love my sleep I I cannot underestimate how much I like sleeping so (laughs) but my body clock has survived about three hours a night for the last five days so it'll catch up It'll catch up on me later this afternoon, I think. So. Yeah, I'm sure you'll be in bed early tonight. Oh, Lloyd, yes. you've survived too. How are you, sir? Voice is there. I'm broken. <laughs> <laughs> um, the youth I mean, of today, eh? I'm, I'm, I'm not as broken as my dad, who I'm very happy to share on the podcast. Uh, we had booked a like a booze cruise the day after, um, so on on Sunday for 2 p.m. and you know after the hassle of getting back to the back to the city after this being at the stadium which we will definitely talk about and I know Ben covered yesterday me and the boys thought you know what we'll stay up relatively late but we went to bed about six my dad was out till half 10 a.m. in some gay bar in Istanbul and had had to miss the booze cruise honestly (laughs) <laughs> I know you're old fella so yeah that's very 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 impressive <laughs> Stefan were you did you party hard how you feeling well definitely not compared to that so uh, uh, now I've it was a very tiring trip um, for you almost regard there was almost no way even if you didn't do anything that it wasn't like an absolutely knackering trip just because mm. every night was like super late. Like, uh, so yeah, I'm absolutely, I mean, last night I was sort of falling asleep at eight o'clock. Has um, it, has, have you been able to let it sink in what happened or is the, the kind of the, the trip as a whole, has it sort of left you with that feeling of, I don't really know what just happened. Uh, don't know. I'm in a good mood though. So what does that mean? It's pretty, yeah. it's pretty, pretty rare. So, <laughs> I think it's sinking. It's, sink, it's sinking in. Excellent, excellent. Uh-huh. Um, I guess I'm. I guess I want to ask all three of you that. So, how would you go? And then Lloyd, you go. Just like, has it sunk in, or is it going to take a few days? You reckon? Uh, uh, no, I don't think so. No, <laughs> I mean, it's Stefan said it was just like a, just a whirling to you know, as anyone who. Even even a normal holiday, I need a holiday after a normal holiday. So after this, I need about two holidays. Anyone who goes away or even away day or anything like that, you know, it's like <laughs> it's it can be long and you don't even get time to stop. I mean, it's a whirl. You just don't stop at all, really, for a moment. Uh, you might sit down and I, I took a book with me for some reason, you know, because I was staying on for a few days at a hotel. And, you know, I love to have a moment to self and read by the pool and I got through 
two pages of that book, I think, in, in four days and just gave up, basically, because there was always something happening. There was always friends around. And no, it's not. I think there was little moments where you just sat there with your, your mates, basically, and thinking, oh, you know, we saw this together and you appreciated what happened, you know, the journey, uh, what my football club has done. And, uh, yeah, but I don't think I properly sat down yet and I still haven't today. You know, having got back in the middle of the night, I've not sat down and just watched some stuff. <laughs> mm. You know, just watch videos, whatever, and just read stuff and just take it in. And I guess, yeah, it'll it'll mean a lot more later in the week. But no, I don't think... Uh, it's hard to quantify, to be honest. So, And I guess we'll get to discuss it, you know, the reactions to, and to fans and basically... I think it surprised me as well, the reactions to it. You know, with our troubled history with this competition, what it meant to so many people. So, yeah, I think it's one that I can reassess in a few days' time. So, mm, I think I've because I wasn't there. I, I think I'm probably a few days ahead of you in terms of it, just the kind of weight of what it means and and what it is. And and you know, it feels for me the entire club feels different in exactly the same way as it did after 93-20, where you just kind of felt like we've just done something that forever changes the course of our history. That's that's kind of how I feel today. Lloyd, where are you at with it all? It absolutely hasn't sunk in for me. Mm. Um, I was kind of head head on hands for like five, ten minutes after the whistle. was walking out the ground, just like shaking my head at Jordan and Emmett and... The lads just being like, "What have we? What's just happened?" <laughs> um, no, it, it definitely hasn't. I think it'll be one of those things where maybe in a few days, a week from now, you'll almost just be sat on the sofa on your own and just kind of you would just like look at your phone or look outside, and then it'll start to kind of dawn on you. I think some part of watching Jack Grealish celebrate for four days in a row has. <laughs> has made it sunk in a little bit. Um, I feel like my voice is starting to go as we're doing this podcast as well. Um, I've got friends who have no interest in football. I don't even think that they really, like they just, they're not interested at all. But I've had so many messages basically asking who is Jack Grealish? What is this? Like sending me videos of him going, is this real? Does this guy really play football for your team? He, he, he really it's crazy, is. crazy, isn't it? He's a one man. He really is a one man media machine. Um, um, I've, I've, uh, on Grealish, I've got you know lots of friends, same as you, but most of them are actually United fans, and they're just tweeting me, being like, "I fucking love this guy." <laughs> and you know, we've just we've just broken their treble, but they're just all here for watching some of his celebrations. He is he is absolutely gold for this kind of stuff. A friend in Paris that is not photo legend. It is. It's, it's gonna. That photo is gonna live forever. A friend of mine in Paris uh, ordered a city shirt with Grealish uh, on the back of it last night. On the back of his uh, his personal celebrations. <laughs> um, so look, I, obviously, I kind of I likened it to ninety three twenty because that's sort of how it's landed for me. Stefan, where are you at in terms of if you look at the title wins and then you look at this? Do, is I don't want to use that phrase, does it mean more? But, like, is there more weight to this than the title wins? 
what you're talking about the Champions League on its own or the treble. I mean, the, for me, the treble is the big thing. Well, uh, I think I think I'm talking about more the, than in isolation. Yeah, the treble. I mean, look, it, it's just such an incredible, unbelievable achievement. I mean, yeah, you see the three trophies together. It's just you see that photo yesterday. The, they took them around to the school. All three. You see that? I've seen it. I mean, I you know, it just sort of brings it home to win all three in one season. It's just mind blowing. So, mm. uh, how does it? It doesn't. It's it's different from from um, ninety three twenty just because of the way the way it panned out and the fact it was first. So I think ninety three twenty still is I think still sort of more more of a seminal moment I think for the club uh, mm. in my view. Uh, Villa was obviously great, a, a great game to win a title. Uh, but I always think the treble season is—I don't know why—but it's like it was was just almost kind of dismissed, or in many ways, you know, the the domestic absolutely. treble season, absolutely. And I, it's never really sat right with me that because I th- I thought that was an incredible achievement as well. Yeah, uh, the treble without applause. Uh, eh? That's the one. Yeah. Oh, if somebody could write a book. Yeah. You um, uh, should get, get a um, little added. Um, so, yeah, look. But this is the treble. This is the treble. Um, and everything that went with it. And, you know, all of the stuff. I, I know that we don't need to talk about it on here because everybody knows. But it just, it was anything but the kind of, uh, low-key celebration and culmination uh, that has been described by by some outlets. It was a, a massive celebration, an amazing weekend, and in the end, an amazing season. So I don't mm. know how it compares. I think they've all been in their own way. You know, some of the uh, sort of humdrum uh, champions, uh, cha- uh, uh, Premier League wins. Uh, I shouldn't say that because it's no no title should be considered humdrum. But you know what I mean. I mean there've been some ordinary ones where we've been uh, we've just won it. Uh, this is obviously very very special. It's a, it's an incredible moment for the club. Yeah, I think when I there's a video that I think a Brazil Brazilian journalist posted of uh, the goal, sort of looking from behind the play at the goal going in and the reaction of the stand behind. And I'm not sure I've ever seen limbs like that before. It no. just looked... I've never been involved in limbs like that before, no. genuinely. And I, no, also, I the injuries, like, I, I want to ask the three of you, because so many people that I know have sent me pictures of their injuries because of the limbs when the goal went in. So one at a time, starting with you, Lloyd, any injuries, any knocks, scrapes? I feared for my ACL when that when that goal went in. Um, of course, I was because the that's real. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't good. The because uh, the rows are so tight um, because there's no like folded chairs. Even if someone wanted to get past to go to the loo or at half time, you're literally having to like bend yourself over so someone can fit past you, or they just walk on the seats behind you. Um, but I was I was sat next to uh, Dan um, and. As soon as the goal went in, me and him were like embraced, completely stacked it. And I looked around, and I think only half half the city end were probably on their feet at that point. I've uh, I've never seen never seen limbs like that, um, and that includes um, Villa last season. 
I think 9320, even though it's a slightly faded memory. Um, it was absolutely feral. <laughs> I love that word. I love that word. Um, Howard, how, how are your uh, fragile ankles and knees? Because I know that you're closer to my age, so I know how fragile my knees and ankles are. No, mosquito bites are my main concern right now. Absolutely been eaten alive over the last four days. Uh, I can't see any bruise. I bruise really easily, so I can't see any. Yeah, those seats are absolutely crappy. Uh, like the stadium from the 1960s, I'm afraid. Uh, I'm sure we'll get to that as well later. Uh, so there was nowhere to go. I was just bouncing, basically, in random doubt. I didn't know who to hug, basically, because I knew people on both sides and strangers in front as well. It was, it was, it's in the, I mean, it's easily in the top three goal celebrations that I will have in my life, even whatever happens now on. Though mm. I do remember the moment Aguero scored that goal and nothing beats that goal celebration. I mean, because of the nature of the match as well. You know, the fact that we were actually losing going into injury time and everything reunited in the first title. I think it's all... That that one, I think I could easily have ended up about eight rows away from where my seat was. Uh, and it's hard, harder to move in this one. But the eruption when that hit the back of the net, you know, and it was at the city end as well, was just... And the noise as well. You always... I don't... I remember the noise more than the celebrations sometimes. It's just that noise. I remember, you know, from Villa, from those three goals, we got mm. the wind and the full-time whistle, the noise. It's always the noise I remember. I remember that so clearly as well from Saturday. So, yeah, it was right near the top of celebrations. Absolutely <laughs> intense. I mean, I didn't, didn't see the players celebrate. I didn't even know who scored the goal, to be honest. I was watching the ball. I, own, <laughs> I was only watching the ball. I saw... At the corner of the eye, I saw someone hit it, and then, honestly, I didn't even see the pitch for about two minutes. And it was beautiful as well, because it wasn't a goal that VAR could have a look at. I knew that instantly. So you had that that ability, you had that comfort of celebrating the goal in a pure sense like you used to before VAR, and it was just, yeah, it was Mm. absolutely magnificent. It's Right up there, right up there. It's funny, I... um... Like, we're not going to do like any kind of deep dive of the game or anything like that. It's, you know, it's more of a general podcast. But I watched it back yesterday, and the thing that really jumped out at me is, um, is we weren't half as bad in the second half as I thought we were. For some reason, I felt as though we were pretty bad uh, for most of the game. Um, and actually, I think that up until the goal, we're very much in control of that second half and it felt like watching I mean maybe it's because you know a goal's coming but watching it back it definitely felt like there was a goal coming um for us before we uh before we actually got the goal thanks for listening to the first 15 minutes of the show to listen to the full podcast and all our contents including reviews previews analysis quizzes and much more Go to 9320.com to sign up now or simply click the link in the description. So what are you waiting for? Go to 9320.com now for the best, most passionate, impartial coverage of Manchester City and beyond.